Hey, welcome to the Kingdom Fit Moms podcast, where we believe that you can go on a journey to lose weight for the last time. I know you've tried all the things and you may not believe me yet, but when you do weight loss the Kingdom Fit Moms way, everything changes. You're in the right place if weight is constantly on your mind, you're confused about food, you're missing out on memories, and maybe even putting your dreams off for another day because this weight struggle is no joke. We're a community and we're on a mission to invite God into this weight loss journey so you can shed the burden and shine your light. I want you to start living and believing in the version of yourself that heaven sees. Let's get started. Have you considered joining us inside of Fit Moms Academy? This community is designed for women who are ready to break out of the diet roller coaster and walk step by step how to do kingdom minded weight loss, how to make this weight loss journey the last journey. That's what we're going to show you. We're going to teach you all things real food, why the struggle with weight exists in the first place how to actually implement all these strategies in your daily life in the midst of being a busy mom. If this sounds like what you have been looking for all of your life, then you are in the right place. Hop down to the show notes where you will see the link for how to join us in Fit Moms Academy. Or if you know that you're somebody who needs a little extra help and you want to work with me one-on-one inside of our group coaching program, Fit Moms Accelerator, then make sure that you book a call with me and we'll find out if this program is right for you. Let me tell you about one of my lovely, amazing Fit Moms inside Fit Moms Accelerator. When we first talked last summer, she had so much confusion around food. She asked, should I be doing keto? I've tried that. I've tried plant-based I've tried, she tried all the things. And if you know about keto and plant-based, they could potentially be almost complete opposites depending on what you are eating inside of those. So it's funny because diet culture has made eating so confusing and God is a God of order. And I think that he makes things very simple and we as humans, we come and we complicate them and we screw them up. So today, let me tell you a little bit more about Jane's story, and we're going to get very clear on how to think about food. So Jane, she, by the way, I'm changing her name. I do that for all my gals that I tell you about just for her own privacy's sake. But Jane, she is rocking CrossFit. She's very strong, and she's confused about food. She asked questions like, should I be counting how much protein intake I have? How much should I be having at this meal? And so my response back to her was, do you want to be counting protein? You can absolutely go the macro route. And I'm saying this to Jane and I'm saying this to you who's listening. You can definitely count things if that lights you up. But for me, I don't want to count things the rest of my life. I literally do not count anything ever. And I'm going to tell you how I stay fit and I don't worry about my weight today on this podcast. So I went back to Jane. I said, do you want to be counting things? Does that feel good to you or does that feel enslaving? And she's like, no, I don't want to be counting things. I just want to have food freedom. So again, I'll ask you, the listener, this question, 
Should eating be this complicated? Did God design us to be confused and all consumed with food? Or could we shift our mindset to seeing food as a gift to restoring the glory of God in real food and to just living our life and getting really excited about how food fuels our body? Here's where I want you to put your focus. And this may seem overly simple, but I promise you it can be very, very simple. Eat real food. Say it again. Write this down. If you have a pen, I want you to write this down and start asking God for clarity in your life. All you have to do is eat real food. Again, I do not count anything ever, but my heart is renewed to love and be obsessed in the very best way with real food and what it does in my body. God has restored his glory inside of food and helped me to see how food is medicine. Food in its purest form is so amazing. What is real food? A very simple example is I want you to think about an apple. An apple you pick from a tree. It just is an apple. There's no separate ingredients to it. God made it and you can eat it. There's no label that you need to slap on it. If you take an apple and you break it down into applesauce, it's a little bit more removed. If you get it in the store, it might have some preservatives in it, but it does still have part of the original form of being an apple. Next, you might have an apple fritter, which has some uh, crust and some uh, added sugar and things that make it taste wonderfully sweet, but it is removed from its original form of being an apple. And then maybe you have some apple Laffy Taffy, which is pretty much completely fake food. Your general rule of thumb, if God made it, you can eat it. If you're looking at something packaged and you're questioning, is this real food? First of all, check to see, are there five ingredients or less? If there's more, if there are things you don't know what they are and you can't pronounce them, just skip it. Don't even go there. It's usually not worth it. It's not the best fuel for your machine or your body. I want to read you this quote from the Daniel plan that I love. And I encourage you to go check out this book if you need some help for where to get started. But here's what it says. Real food has the power to give you your life back and more fully engage in the purpose for your life. The reason to do it is not to fit in your jeans or look good in a dress, but to be awake to the beauty and miracle of life, to be able to live with purpose, to love, serve, connect, and celebrate the gifts God has given you. One of my favorite things to look at when it comes to real food is the concept of a blue zone. Have you heard of blue zones before? Blue zones are areas of the world where a large percentage of the population lives to be 100 years old and they are healthy, they're out gardening. I even saw an article recently about a specific blue zone where this, I think he was in his 90s, he was riding a horse. And again, these people, they're not sitting in a nursing home at the old age and just waiting to die. Like they are thriving and they have a very unique and amazing culture. When you look at blue zones, they are connected to one another. 
they have a sense of purpose, they have faith, they move their bodies in a way that is natural, and they eat a lot of real food, specifically food that is native to their area. If you dive deeper into some of these blue zones, there's one in Loma Linda, California, there's one in Italy, Japan, some others I'm forgetting off the top of my head, but go look it up. There's also a book I'll link in the show notes called The Blue Zone Solution that I think you'll find really fascinating. They studied what are some of the foods that a lot of these blue zones eat that are similar between them. Some of those things include sweet potatoes, beans, rice, of course, a lot of vegetables, a little bit of wine, and a little bit of animal products like meat or eggs, but that's definitely not the focus in these areas. So if we're eating as kingdom-minded moms for longevity, if we're trying to live a long, healthy life so that we can live out our kingdom purpose to its fullness, to be there for our family, to bless those around us, to not have to be consumed with a disease or things that are completely avoidable. How should we be eating? I think studying these blue zones is fascinating because they are doing the thing, right? They are living in a way where they honor their bodies and they're taking their entire lives to have purpose and to the very best of their ability to do the thing that they are called to do. So go check out Blue Zones. If, you, if you're not convinced that real food is the answer, go check out what they are doing and be very inspired to live a life full of real food and purpose and community and rest and all of those things. We have to restore the glory of God in real food before we can focus on any other plan. Again, I know many of you have focused on things like Weight Watchers or counting calories or keeping track of macros or even intermittent fasting. You're going to keep spinning from diet to diet because you're missing the point and you're making it way too complex if you're focusing on any of these things that I just mentioned before you fully understand the glory of God in real food and renew your mind around that. Think about it. If you ate real food 90% of the time, what would life be like? If you were eating sweet potatoes and eggs and a little bit of meat and a bunch of veggies and fruit and nuts and beans, how would you feel, do you think? Here's the data. When you're eating real food, it's naturally lower calorie and you're going to lose weight if that is what you're doing the majority of the time. You will have less disease. One of my certifications is in lifestyle medicine, which is basically understanding how to not only prevent, but reverse disease through the power of plant-based eating and your lifestyle. There is a growing body of scientific data that shows that through these specific plant-based ways of eating, you can reverse prostate cancer. You can remove plaque inside of arteries. You can lower blood pressure. You can lower cholesterol. You can reverse depression. Food is our best medicine. When you eat 90% or more real food, you will have better mental clarity. 
your energy will be amazing because you have really good fuel in your machine. You'll feel lighter. You'll feel more motivated. You'll get better sleep. I'm telling you, when I eat crappy food, I do not sleep well. I'm up all night. I'm rolling around. I'm thirsty because I probably had too much sodium. You know, all of those things contribute. So you will get better sleep. You'll have more energy. You'll have more energy during the day because all that good food just like in that Daniel plan quote, it has the power to give you your life back. So before you focus on anything else, any other diet plan, we have got to get you to focus on this real food, making that the center of how you think about eating. But within that, there are two pieces that I want to talk about today that need to happen in order for you to make this stick. So number one, I've already alluded to this, but we have to help you to restore the glory of God in real food. Meaning, what is real food? Helping you to be able to walk into a room full of food and be able to pick out the things that will serve your body and the things that won't. Again, go check out the Daniel plan. That's a really amazing resource for how to do this. We have to help you understand how to cook and prepare and spice and try new foods so that you don't feel like you're eating the same boring salad with grilled chicken every night. Real food tastes amazing, but we have to help you to understand how to do that. For a lot of you, you may have grown up in families where you had canned food casseroles and takeout most nights. So what we have to do is help you to understand how to go back to the basics of what food is and how God designed it and then how to pair it with other foods and how to actually enjoy it. If you have a block where you say, I just don't like vegetables or I just don't like this kind of food, it's because you don't know how to do it correctly. You've been overwhelmed by the process and so there is an excuse in your mind, like it's just easier to say that I don't like it, but You are wired to enjoy this kind of food. So let's help you to get over that. We have to help you to get your family on board to the best of your ability. If you have small kids, then we want to help you equip them to make the choice to eat foods that serve their body. And this depends on their age. When they're really little, you can help get them to try new foods by making it fun. I talk to my kids very simply about how a carrot improves their eyesight or how when they eat fish, it makes their brain smarter. And then they get excited about putting those type of things into their body. I'm not telling them you need to eat vegetables so you lose weight. Of course, that's not the approach that you wanna take. It's restoring the glory of God and real food for your children. If you have older kids, then it's so important to help them to establish the identity of health help them to enjoy the cooking process, delegate the meal prep so that they are helping you. They're eating in your home, and so they should be part of the process of getting the food prepared in whatever way fits your family. Next, we have to establish a mindset of why real food is so good and how this is how you're designed to eat. So you may be listening to me today and saying, okay, yeah, that sounds fine but I'm not really convinced because I really love my takeout Culver's cheeseburger and I really love Chick-fil-A and I really love my highly sugarized (laughs) latte. And I totally understand that. It's not like you can never eat those things again, but there has to be a mindset shift 
to really desiring to eat differently. And until that desire changes within you, you're going to be feeling like you're constantly in this fight. You're going to feel restricted. And then as human nature always goes, we go back to doing the thing that we feel like someone's telling us no about. So the mindset around loving real food is so, so important. Stop focusing on restriction or protein or food categories or any of that. Don't start with keto. Don't start with Weight Watchers or fasting. Even though fasting has a lot of health benefits, I don't think you should start with it. Don't count macros. We have to get you to the point where you are eating real food, the food that God designed 80, 90, 100% of the time, a higher percentage of the time than you're eating now. And then break down all the barriers associated with that, which leads me to my next point. The problem is not the diet that you have tried. Instead, we have to coach you through how to stay consistent. The problem is that you can't stay on track with real food or whatever type of food you're trying to eat. We have to simplify this, right? And then we have to help you to know how to stay on track when there's a birthday party, when you have a vacation, when somebody dies, when your dog dies, when there's a funeral, when your mom gets sick, when life happens, when your kids are in a busy season. Why are you throwing your health out the window when these things happen? You can be busy and you can be healthy. And we have to show you how to pair those things together and not throw everything out when life happens. We have to coach you through how to stay consistent. So part of that is the heart work in understanding the root lies of why the struggle is there in the first place, letting God heal those wounds for where the struggle began. If you want to know, if you want to learn more about that, hop back to episode one, where I talk through what that means We have to help you to stay obedient to God and believe that this whole journey is worth it, that your health as a priority is worth it, that it will affect every single area of your life in the best way. You will be a more energetic mom. You will feel more likely to want to engage in intimacy with your spouse. You will feel confident and want to show up to do the thing you were designed to do in freedom because your health is so in alignment with his ways. We have to help you to reestablish the importance of the legacy that you're leaving and getting really excited about the shift that you are making, saying, no, this family line of obesity, it stops with me. I am not going to let my kids struggle with their weight their whole life and be on medications that they don't need and feel a lack of confidence and a lack of energy and not be able to do the things they want to do because they don't know how to be healthy. It starts with that inner welling up of enough is enough. I am breaking this generational chain. I'm helping to establish an identity of health in my family. Do you have to be perfect? No. What you have to be is vulnerable and willing to tell your kids, hey, look, This is something that God's putting in my heart. I really want to help our family understand how important it is to eat the way that he has designed food to be, how it's so important for us as a family to get off the couch and move our bodies and go play and have fun in ways that don't involve screens or vegging out all the time. Now, I'm not opposed to rest, but where are your family values and how can you shift that legacy for your kids and your husband and whoever else is involved. 
There's so much more to this. And if you're focusing on a new diet, you are focusing on the wrong things. Let's go back to Jane's story. We worked together and she grasped these concepts of loving real food and not worrying about counting things. And now she continues to rock CrossFit workouts, which you totally do not have to do that, by the way, but it makes her happy. And she's seriously a BA fit mom and she loves it. And that's part of the freedom that you have. You can exercise in any way. You can move your body in any way that feels good and you are likely to show up and be consistent. But I digress. She is not counting things. She's not counting protein, but she's making gains in the gym. She's stronger than she has been. She's focusing on real food. She has figured out and continues to figure out the heart work for why food has such a grip on her. Now she is doing that legacy change. She's getting her kids to love real food. She has learned to speak life over her journey and her kids and her body. She has an improved marriage, intimacy. She is excited about going on dates. She feels confident and sexy. She loves seeing her face in pictures now. She's glowing if you see her. (laughs) And she's also influencing our Fit Moms Accelerator community. She has a huge impact on the women there. And that's the thing about being in community when you're going on this weight loss journey. And I continue to see this and I, I tell the women in our Fit Moms Accelerator this that they are raising the bar for the expectation. They continue to pull each other up to a higher and higher level of desiring to get their health in alignment with his ways. And when you are immersed in this type of community, it's really hard to fail if you keep showing up because these women are empowering one another to live their very best lives for his glory. Jane has restored the glory of God and real food in her life. She doesn't feel the need to ever go on another diet plan again. And if you go listen to her story, she'll talk about how she she knows that this is the last investment for weight loss that she will ever have to make because now she has so much clarity on what she needs to be doing. Don't make it so complicated. Let's help you love real food and figure out how to stay insanely consistent in that in your life will change. Every week we take just a few minutes to teach you something to help restore the glory of God and real food in your life. The more you know, the more you'll fall in love with his design for food. I want to help restore what the enemy has twisted and transform your mind to become obsessed in the very best way with food as medicine and the thing that will give you your health and life back. Today, let's talk about oats. How many of you are oatmeal fans in the house and how many of you don't even want to go there because the texture of oats makes you want to vomit? (laughs) I appreciate the honesty. Most of the foods that we talk about, when we talk about how they work as medicine, they are anti-inflammatory, right? So oats specifically, they have an anti-inflammatory compound called avananthamides, this big word. And basically it's a powerful antioxidant that lowers inflammation. It is very helpful against heart disease. You may have heard your medical provider suggest that you eat oats to help lower your LDL cholesterol. There are plenty of studies that reference that this is the case. 
Oats are also a powerful anti-inflammatory for your skin as well. This avananthamide, it's thought to be responsible for that fresh odor in the flavor of oats. Maybe you've even used oatmeal lotion before or some sort of oatmeal skin cream. And the oats in the skincare can help relieve skin itching and irritation as well. Oatmeal was studied on skin fragments from plastic surgery and based on their findings can even be used as a treatment of choice for certain chemotherapy induced skin rashes. That is fascinating. So let's say you are out on the go. How can you eat a healthy breakfast of oats no matter where you are? If you're staying in a hotel, one little piece of advice is you can use the hotel coffee maker to get your hot water and put it in some instant oats, bring along a few nuts and dried fruit, and voila, you have oatmeal for breakfast. Or you can stick oats in the microwave for a minute and a half with some water and your breakfast is ready. Crock-Pot and Instapot are also amazing ways to make your oatmeal. You can even do steel-cut oats in the Instapot with some apples for a delicious fall breakfast, add some cinnamon and maybe a little bit of maple syrup and you have a delicious breakfast. Oatmeal is filling. It helps you poo because it is rich in fiber and oatmeal is a carb. And I'm here to again, remind you that carbs are not evil. In fact, it is a great idea to incorporate oats on the red. Hey, Fit Mom, if this episode blessed you today and you can think of somebody else who's struggling in her weight loss journey, would you consider sharing this week's episode with her to give her a sense of hope? And then while you're at it, hop on over to our free Facebook community, Kingdom Fit Moms, for daily encouragement and support. Let's go shed the weight to shine the light. Don't forget to subscribe.